We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detail, along with Charlie Long. Bobby taking some time off uh, this week. And on our Oakland Hard Jewelers talk and text line, the manager of the LSU Fighting Tigers baseball team, Jay Johnson. Jay, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. You go. How you guys doing tonight? All right, we're doing great, Jay. Uh, Jay, uh, as advertised, right? The man, the pitching. You scored twenty four runs, but uh, I think the thing that really stuck out for Tiger fans uh, was the pitching. Uh, give up only five runs in three games, and uh, Paul Skeens, uh, as advertised, and he won the SEC Pitcher of the Week, and so. Uh, for a position, I know immediately after the season, you came on with us and made the comment that that has to be an area we have to get better at. Uh, that has to please you, uh, what you saw from you know, your pitching staff uh, total. Yeah, for sure. Uh, no doubt about it. I think, um, you know, when we evaluated where we were at the end of last year, it was simply having guys that were available to go deeper into games and those guys did that this weekend uh, with uh, Paul and Riley Cooper, and it sure simplifies the game when you get that type of productivity out of your starter. So pleased to see that out of those guys and set us up well. Coach, you, you talked to, we talked to you a couple weeks ago about this, but you were saying how much starting pitching depth that you had. You had like six guys that could start any given game. So rolling out this opening weekend with Paul Skeens, Riley Cooper, and Chase Shores, were those guys that you just felt that confident in, or were those guys like you're just kind of getting a taste um, for how the pitching rotation would start to shape up as the season progressed? Well, we've had a little bit of a change since then. Um, you know, you're looking at Grant Taylor uh, went down with a season-ending injury. So that changed things a little bit for us. He was kind of a versatile guy who could have pitched at the end of the game, uh, definitely closer-type stuff, but had a four-pitch mix and – definitely could have started as well. So when he went down, we felt like it was best to look at Ty Floyd, who's perfectly capable of starting on Saturdays to go to the bullpen uh, because he had a lot of experience, has the ability to strike people out. And then probably since I talked to you guys, Riley Cooper just uh, continued to pitch very well against our own team and lineup, which we know is very formidable and uh, felt like he would slot good after Paul. Uh, it's a big adjustment for a team in a weekend series. And then Chase Shores, even as a freshman, has just come out and pitched great, you know, every time from, let's just say, October 10 on. And I uh, felt like he earned it. It's not like we're drawing a name out of the hat. He's up to 99 miles an hour yesterday. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. throwing, throwing multiple pitches for strikes. So we like how it's set up, like how they executed. I think we gave up nine hits in three games. Um, they all had control of themselves and control of the strike zone and, uh, really simplified the game. And so it was great, great start for the pitchers this weekend. Yeah, Coach, you're on the money. They they had nine hits and 86 at-bats, which equals out to a one Yeah, Jay, you average. take that, right? I think you any take series? that any day of the week, right, Coach? Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> so, Coach, I have a question about the midweek games. Obviously, we have Southern coming up, this, this upcoming game on Tuesday, tomorrow. So it, are you going to kind of shuffle the midweek pitching starting rotation 
or are you going to do you have a guy in mind that you you think every Tuesday or Wednesday that you have a game this is the guy that I want out on the mound well right now it's it's one game at a time I mean it's we're not in the league play and really all these all 26 non-conference games that you play kind of count the same and uh we're going to start Thatcher Hurd tomorrow who we think you know I mean he has every bit the chance of pitching on the weekend as well uh we needed to do something relative to work with him and coach Wes Johnson last week. So he really wasn't even available until Sunday because he threw a relatively intense bullpen last Thursday to work on some things. And uh, we were able to get through yesterday with uh, Chase and Sam Dutton came in and did a good job, uh, Ty Floyd and Blake money. So it allowed us to just leave Thatcher for Tuesday, um, which we like because he's definitely going to be a starter for us, whether that's Tuesday, Saturday, Sunday, um, it leaves us the flexibility to do that. Now, if you move them into the weekend rotation, I mean, there's a lot of other guys that can get the job done on a Tuesday, and we'll see how that goes because once you get into SEC play, it, it becomes a little different how you manage that. Coach, I remember this was a few years back. Uh, I had a friend of mine tell me, hey, listen, you got to come see this kid at Homer Christian High School in Homa, it's not far from where I live. And he says, listen, he ain't a football player, but you got to come see him. And, man, I see this little guy, man, he is spraying the ball all over the park. And I saw him do it this weekend in, in Gavin Dugas. So when he was six for eight, two home runs, a walk. And um, he had mostly played in, in the infield. Uh, I, I never saw him play in the outfield in, in high school. Uh, so that that kind of uh, man made me feel good about watching that guy. I, I don't know if he was in ninth grade at that time. Uh, he wasn't a real big kid, but my goodness, he could spray the ball all over the park, and he was so fast uh, once he once he got those legs rolling. And so, man, six for eight, great weekend start. Yeah, really happy for Gavin. Um, he's had a good uh, share of bumps in the road yeah. uh, road since I've been here. I mean, it was not really healthy last year. Um, performed good when he was av- available to play last year. It was just a lot of in and out of lineup with like three or four different injuries and then uh, probably cost him getting drafted last year. And then uh, he wasn't having a very good fall. Um, thought he was swinging at pitches he shouldn't and missing by a lot. So I actually told him, you know, hey, I want to get your eyes checked out. And so we did that, and we found like this, he can explain it a lot better than me, but this real irregularity that was disrupting his vision, which he actually needed a procedure on. So we got that procedure done. Uh, He was out the back half of the fall. Uh, He was very limited in what he could do in December and January, then got cleared to do some stuff, and then irritated it again. (laughs) And then, so, I mean, he only had like two weeks of at-bat leading into the season. And uh, the weekend before last weekend, you could kind of start to see, hey, this this looks pretty good right now. And, um, you know, did a good job uh, getting himself prepared to play quickly. Uh, We didn't start him in the first game. We were able to get him in there, and he singled. And then he started game two um, with the leadoff homer. And took a bunch of good ABs the whole weekend. So that's a big lift for our team if we get him at his best. And um, really like the like the early returns and um, what Gavin's doing. And I'm I'm happy for him because he's uh, persevered through a lot. Coach, does he say he sees the ball better? He does. Yeah. Okay. He said it's almost like he almost had to learn it with uh, again with having a little more clear uh, picture of it. Which uh, I like the sound of that. And uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Learned. 
seems like he's learning pretty quickly, so that's good for everybody. <laughs> Coach, you had a really good showing from true freshman designated hitter Jared Jones. I mean, listen, four for eight, three walks. He just got on base every time he got up to the plate, basically. That's what you want to see out of your DH. But from a true freshman, I mean, that, that's you're pretty impressed with that opening weekend, right? Oh, for sure. He's a real talent. I mean, I, I call him like our version of Mark McGuire um, because I think Mark McGuire hit all those home runs, but he was very underrated as a hitter, you know, with a really good swing and approach. And, and Jared has all of those things. And the power and how the ball comes off the bat really catches your eye, but uh, took really good at bats and uh, is going to be a staple here, you know, for us. And super excited to have him for a couple more or this year and next year at least. Coach, the improvements you've seen, he's a tremendous player, but Trey Morgan, uh, he makes defensive plays, uh, I guess, almost look easy. And I know it's not, but he makes them look easy out there. And you see his speed, his instincts, his smarts out uh, on the field. And, uh, uh, you know, you just think about how much better can this guy get? Yeah, he's special talent as a first baseman. He uh, has unbelievable hand-eye coordination, which makes him a great hitter as well. But, man, he can really pick the ball at first base. He's quick. He's got lateral movement. Um, I kind of describe him as the most left-handed-looking shortstop there possibly could be. And uh, he did it twice this weekend. Yeah, He made two, two diving stops and, you know, it's great. And he's always been a good defender, but we really put a premium on defense uh, from the first day of school and really pleased with the whole team. Uh, we had three games of, of no errors, errorless baseball, and a really good start to the defensive identity we want to have as a team this year. Coach, uh, I was talking to a college head coach, and he tells me, yeah, he says, you know, uh, you know, as a football coach, uh, we always talk about how dominant um, college football is in the SEC. But he said, Mike, more and more I see it. <laughs> that we don't hold that number one spot no more. <laughs> it's SEC baseball. And you just look at the talent across the board. If it's you guys, Tennessee, Ole Miss, A&M, Florida, Arkansas, Vanderbilt, uh, you don't see that in football to have that many teams as top 10 or 12 teams, uh, you know, at one time, and it goes to show the the advancement of college baseball in the SEC. Uh, no question about it. I mean, I mean, you left uh, like Alabama has yep. a great rotation out. South Carolina, I mean, beat somebody like a hundred to one this weekend. Uh, they have a great starting rotation. Uh, Kentucky pitched really well this weekend. I mean, it's all for Missouri won two out of three in that you know really good tournament in Arlington. I think they beat Texas and TCU. So I mean, it's you know, every team um, in our league, I believe, is capable of making the College World Series. And that just tells you the depth of it and uh, the great players and, and coaches and programs. And uh, Skip Bertman, you know, here probably started it by, you know, getting LSU to invest in baseball and showed what was possible. And then everybody uh, copied, you know, that model. And so, um, yeah, it's it's the best league in the country by far. And feel like I have a unique perspective on that by, you know, being out West. Yeah. The Pac-12 played a ton of Big 12 teams and Big 10 teams. And now being out here and, and doing it for a full season last year, there's there's no comparison. 
Coach, growing up, I remember, you know, Ron Polk in Mississippi State. And then when Skip came here, man, he took it to another level. And everybody wanted to kind of take that pattern and say, that's exactly what I want to do in the SEC. And he's he's really meant, uh, you think about what Bear Bryant uh, did for college football uh, in the SEC, and, and Skip did that certainly for college baseball. And Polk, oh, no and Polk kind of no ran question. with it a little before him. Yeah, no question. Like, I mean, he is, in my opinion, the, we'll just call him the Nick Saban of college baseball or the John Wooden of college baseball. He's the best college baseball coach of all time. When you think about the championships, uh, what he did here to build this program into what it is. And uh, it's so awesome from a personal standpoint uh, to get to spend time with him. Like I had lunch with him earlier today and, Man, we really broke down the whole weekend in full. And, I mean, I'm sitting there at his kitchen table going like, man, I'm a really lucky guy to be able to sit here and have this relationship with him. And uh, certainly grateful for him and, and the time I get to spend with him now. Coach, Mike was kind of alluding earlier to, like, the talent in the SEC. One talented guy that you brought in, Tommy White. LSU fans saw one oh, pitch from man. the guy. And it was an RBI single before this, the freak incident with first base sliding back into the bag. I know that you gave an update a couple of days ago saying that it wasn't as serious as, you know, maybe it looked, but is there any more concrete information that you have on Tommy White's injury? Yeah, I think we're moving in a really good direction. Uh, matter of fact, he came down to the end of the dugout yesterday <laughs> uh, when it was one to one in like a fourth inning. And now we had hit a bunch of balls hard early in that game yesterday. Yeah. Like, I wasn't too worried that we were going to score, but, you know, it was like it was the first time where, you know, Maybe the game was in doubt a little bit, and he's like, "Coach, I'm I'm ready. I can pinch hit today if if you need me." And, I mean, he had his spikes on, jersey tucked in, like kind of moving around, and I appreciated that attitude. So I, I don't think it'll be long. Uh, we'll see how he feels tomorrow when he shows up at the ballpark. But I would expect uh, we'll have him in some capacity here pretty soon. Coach, uh, thanks so much for joining us. And listen, uh, if you get a phone call from a guy that sounds like Skip or Paul Maneri, just make sure it's not Jacques Doucet. Because, man, that dude, <laughs> he got him down, Coach. Uh, uh, you next on the list. But, boy, th- does he have the voice pattern down on both of them. Hey, that's that's two great coaches. So I could <laughs> see why anybody would want to impersonate them because they're two of the best of all time. Jay, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it, brother. All right, guys. Have a great night. Thanks, Coach. Uh, Manager of the LSU Fighting Tigers, number one ranked, uh, Jay Johnson. And, uh, man, thrilled to have him on today. Uh, Got a game tomorrow against Southern and then the Round Rock Tournament cranking up. Like I was saying, Mike, you can't ask for much more from that opening weekend. That was awesome. (laughs) No, I mean, you know, you could say, "Eh, man, I wish they'd have swung. They hit the ball hard. Especially yesterday, I saw some of the game, and they but they hit it a lot right at people. Yeah, and it made the catch. That's baseball, but that that's just the way it is. But uh, no, you couldn't really ask for too much more than what you saw this weekend out of the LSU baseball team to start the season. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big Eight Seventy right after this break. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.